Hi, it's your friend Brain. Before we start today's episode of Deck the Hallmark, this Wind Calls the Heart episode, wanted to remind you that if you're watching this on Philo, thank you for doing so. Would you do us a favor and just tell everybody that you know that you're watching it on Philo? That'd be fantastic. Tell them how amazing Philo is and that you can watch Deck the Hallmark on it. Uh, they won't be disappointed. And if you are not watching us on Philo, if you're listening to the podcast right now, hello good day uh would you consider giving philo a shot philo.tv slash dth i think you're really going to enjoy it plus you can watch this episode of deck the hallmark covering when calls the hearts right now so head to philo.tv slash dth without further ado let's get to someone calls the heart hi i'm bran happy new year <laughs> i love when calls the heart Hi, I'm Jax, and I like When Calls the Heart. I'm Dan. Happiest of New Year's to you and yours. I despise When Calls the Heart, and this is the Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Merry Christmas. Rusty oh, after New Year. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. It's good to still hear a little Christmas jingle. You know, yeah. everybody wants to just cut it off. It's January. Let's cut it off. Yeah, that's because Christmas is over. Christmas isn't over. It, it is. The day of Christmas Christmas is, is not canceled. I do know that. <laughs> that's exactly right. right. For those of you out there that have been trying to do so, that's right. the don't. Birth, the birth of our Savior, not canceled. Not canceled. That's exactly right. Not canceled. Uh, Jax, we got to talk over the holiday season, but I haven't talked to you since Christmas. It's good so, to see you. I know. It's good to see you guys. I you. Are you tired from all of your Christmas yeah, adventures? We, we take the you know we uh, take the week off after Christmas. We do. Wait, wait, so, no, but you guys both have kids, so that's tiring as well. Yeah, it I is. A, I had a New Year's basketball tournament this year. My wife almost divorced me um <laughs> so it was like a like i like so that's what i did over yeah. my new year's break yeah. was had a new year's basketball tournament like a moron yeah um and so we're back here now Wait, you played or you were coaching i was coaching jacks i know I'm, you coach but i thought maybe you all said a pickup league very serious uh 39 year old <laughs> men's uh new year's pickup <laughs> we I, only play on the holidays so we don't spend time with our families that's right so we work and then when there's a holiday we're like oh it's arbor day pickup time y'all it's our time, time guys <laughs> it's time for the tourney it's time for the tourney double elimination scratch <laughs> double elimination scratch is what Cody to try to try to that's make right. it as long as possible yeah um did you have a good christmas oh it was really great yeah, yeah. did yeah, you nice go christmas did you go home to pennsylvania region. i did great. yeah went home with my family played a lot of games oh uh, Oh, big game family. Yeah, we bundled. Did you do any bundle? Yeah, of, of, of course we bundled. We had to be I don't know brand. if it's like, I don't know like if it's like, like I don't like want to watch or listen to the podcast with my parents. Like no. that's a weird thing. But like I imagine maybe it's a little bit different when it's a game you've created. It's not it's something that you're like. it's a game about my family. Yeah. So, yeah, we get into that. It's not I, don't make them, I don't make them listen to my podcast. Okay. That's oh my gosh. Sure. But it's a game that you created. So yeah. I didn't know if there's any of that. As no, like, I understand how that, that yeah. would be. Yes. No, but we played games. I ate a lot of food. I'm so grateful to be back with you guys. Yes. Uh, Ted is actually back. Yeah, how was the time now. in New York with Ted? Um, we're not gonna go into that. It didn't okay. go well. He only stayed for a week or two. I think we had different expectations. So. He went to the Halloween party and it yeah, didn't go, yeah, yeah, it didn't yeah, go yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's he texted me a picture of his costume. What was he a combination of every serial killer ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's like a lot of. Bad. 
It was real. So bad. I can see why that would not go well. But he thought it was. He thought it was clever. He thought it was clever. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, "This is a little, a little creepy much. and strange." A little much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're still gonna go to the chop house. <laughs> you so. got to. Yeah. You're back at the chop. You're back, ready to go. Yeah, I'm back. I missed you guys off. though. You did a great job covering all the movies. Thank you. What a great season it was. That was really, really good. fun season. Um, guys, are you ready to talk about One Calls the Heart season eight episode? Eleven. We left on such a great note. Mm. Uh, Florence and Ned were married, and I feel like we could that could have been really a de facto series finale, right? Like that's what the show's been. Building. That's what the yeah. show's all about. Um, Jax, could you really quick like catch people up to speed, like just in case they they missed everything? And like it's been a couple months. They what, heard. What do we need to know? They heard about us over the break. Yeah, over Christmas. Oh, season, okay. Like where like, we're at with the when yeah. calls the heart. Yeah. What fandom. do What do they need to know? Okay, so basically the love triangle is still alive and well. We thought it was dead. We thought Elizabeth chose, but at the end mm. of Season eight, episode 10, which right. is what we covered in October, but now it's January. We were left seeing Elizabeth and Nathan holding hands Ooh, and boy. Lucas looking, looking at them through the window yep. thinking, oh no, oh my goodness, what has happened? Are things over between us? And Ned and Florence are married. Wow. And that's exciting because like Man. you said, Dan, we've been waiting for that for seasons. Seasons. That's exactly right. Well, let's talk about this one. One Calls the Heart, season eight, episode 11. Uh, it is called Go Get Them, Team B. Who's B? Team B. Like Brand? Team B. Team B. Like not the A team, the B team. So Nathan. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, <laughs> this is Bush League. Yes. Like yes. Yeah. This episode is called Changing Times. So we're, we were close. Go get him, Team B. Go get him, Team B. It, or, it originally <laughs> aired on May 2nd, 2021, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Lucas drives by Elizabeth House. Elizabeth's house. Elizabeth House. It's like Elizabeth Town. It's gonna, Elizabeth Town. That's Pan right. Is gonna eat up. Crow it uh, Lucas drives by Elizabeth's house, but decides to keep driving. He's still a little perturbed from last night's festivities. Inside, Nathan is there, gives Elizabeth the bridal bouquet because she left right away, and uh, invite. She invites him to stay. She says she could put the kettle on. So high tea, low tea, doesn't, doesn't matter. Any tea. Any tea. Tea. Spill tea. the tea. Uh, spill the tea. She then asks if she can warm up his jacket by the fire. And I've never seen someone take off a Mountie uh, jacket quicker. He pulls that sucker off, hands it to her. He's got his suspenders and his shirt unbuttoned. Mm, his Henley unbuttoned. Suspenders unbuttoned. That's pretty much adult content on yeah. One Calls the Heart. She holds the jacket up by the fire for 30 seconds, and then she helps put it back on. She says, I used to do this for Jack every morning. Uh, he walks out the door. As he's walking out the door, Rosemary walks out the door because they live next door and sees it. And she looks like she just saw Ted dressed up like every serial killer. Like <laughs> yes. pure yeah, disgust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what Shock is going on? Yes. Uh, Robert is apparently going to babysit baby Jack so we can say goodbye to baby Jack. Uh, Faith is wondering if Carson is actually going to propose. So we're still doing yeah! that. Some uh, things never change. Florence is back solo from the honeymoon, and she claims that Ned stayed back to do business. No one's buying that. 
Uh, Lucas tries to talk to Elizabeth about how she left the wedding early, but gets interrupted by finding out that the evil public school guy is back in town and wants to talk. Elizabeth cuts to the chase when this guy shows up and is like, what do you want? And the guy, his name's Landis, which is something I found out, uh, says, according to the Board of Education, I'm kind of out of um, your school isn't going to be able to accommodate the 100 plus students they're expecting to arrive in the area with the next year, which is news to Elizabeth. Uh, he gives her a report. He leaves. Apparently, Carson is still planning on proposing. He's got that ring in his pocket still asking Minnie for help. So they're a little dynamic duo that we all knew that we wanted and needed. Uh, Elizabeth brings the Board of Education report to Bill. She's like, can you make heads or tails of this? Uh, Bill has a town meeting that he's got to go to first. He's going to review this sucker as soon as possible. As she's getting ready to leave, she runs into Nathan, and he tells her how much it means to him, once again, that he doesn't. she doesn't blame him for Jack's death. We've had this conversation. We're going to have it again. It just means so much to me. Lucas is once again just watching. He's got his tea in his hand. He's not having it. Um, the guy. From last week, the business guy that uh, Jesse ran after and William said, Wobble. stole my money. Wyman? Women? Weeble Wobble. Weeble Wobble. Wobble returns to the barber shop. And uh, Fiona knows who he is. He's, like, pressuring her to sell. She's like, you got to get out of here. He's wanting to, like, basically buy Hope Valley, it seems like. Uh, Rosemary goes to check out a cabin. Apparently, Rosemary's getting into the real estate game. The market is uh, booming, and she's going to get in on that. She goes out on a horseback, as you can hear uh, from my sound effects. Um, That's right, she, All gang. of a sudden, she hears... car means horseback. That's exactly right. She hears a... Gunshot. Gunshot. And uh, that spooks the horse. Rosemary gets thrown out to the ground. The guy comes over. He's a special officer. That's what it says on his badge. His name's Julius Spurlock, which is a BA name, right? Yeah. Julius Spurlock. Spurlock. That's right. It's like, sorry about like that. a professional wrestler. He does. He is a big fellow who looks like he could do some damage to anybody who wanted to cross him. Um, and basically, like he's like a little bit concerned about her. She gets to his feet. She's like, I don't need your help until she realizes that she does need her help. Um, and basically, he's like, this is private property. Uh, Nathan finds uh, Weeble Wobble, wants to question him, uh, puts him in a jail cell uh, under what pretense? Uh, um, Carson's ring is missing. Maybe in the pudding. So uh, him and Minnie are going to figure that out. That that duo is already paying off in, 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 in spades. Um, Bill looks over the Board of Education document and uh, is basically like, here's the skinny, Elizabeth. You've got to be credentialed to teach blind students. And uh, and it's like, if you're going to have Angela, you're going to have to get credentialed. She's like, I'll get credentialed eventually. He's like, that's not going to cut it. So she goes to talk to Landis, and he's like, we have every confident, we have confidence in you as a teacher, but we worry that Angela being in the class will hold other students back. Landis, you monster, you villain. Public school. They're always doing that. That's They're right. never making never, accommodations. Never wanting to accommodate. Uh, Jesse is missing, uh, apparently, and Clara runs to find Nathan, um, and she's like, you're the guy! When she walks in, she sees Weeble Wobble. She's like, it's you! And he's like, let me explain. Um, so they're going to try to find Lee's... Uh, they find Lee's car, which Jesse was driving. It's stuck in the mud. Uh, apparently, uh, Weeble Wobble 
uh, gave back all of the money from what I gather. And so Bill let him out of jail. Uh, we will wobble is like, listen, Bill, here's what you got to understand. This town is going to be profitable. soon. I'm going to make sure that this time I'm going to build a factory here. This is going to be, we're going to make sure that this, uh, this town is, is, is popping, which I guess is where the hundred plus students are going to be coming. That's from. right. So yeah. we will wobble knew all of this. The, the school board knew all of this. All the town of Hope Valley knew none of this. Take down this wonderful Christian town. That's exactly right. That even loves their one family of color. They've yep. all got a black friend. That's exactly right. Uh, Elizabeth tries to convince Landis to allow her to teach Angela, and he says, listen, I, I won't hold back all the class. Uh, I want to teach her. I think it's going to be great. And uh, he's basically like, are you, are you going to do this even if I say no? And she's like, yeah, probably. And um, he's like, I'm going to have to stay in town uh, to make sure that you don't do that. So you should, probably should have held that closer to the vest, but what can you do? Uh, Lee tells Clara that he found the car, but not Jesse. Clara's very worried about this. He's like, listen, everything's fine. Just nothing bad ever happens to Jesse. Uh, Lucas comes uh, to, uh, the, the, to find uh, Elizabeth, and uh, basically Elizabeth is like, uh, I, I've talked to Nathan a couple times, um, and... Um, that you know like he's still shooting his shots and all this stuff and uh lucas is basically like i see that there's still stuff here so i'm like gonna let you go i need to set I, you free i'm gonna set you said. free and uh elizabeth oh looks on in disgust and it's just like what and now my friends was when calls a heart season eight episode 11 changing times Let's take we a quick break. It. We'll be right back here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. A reminder that you can watch all of Deck the Hallmark on Philo exclusively on the Philo. That's exactly right. The same platform that you watch all of your Hallmark movies on, you can also watch your boys doing their thing. Uh, so much. You can watch the Yellowstone. You can watch some reality. You can uh, watch some Lifetime. You can watch the Hallmark and so much more. Just check it out. Free trial. What do you have to lose? Answer absolutely nothing. What do you have to gain? A whole heck of a lot. Uh, please go to philo.tv slash DTH. Check it out right now. I think you're really going to like it. Watch today's episode of Deck the Hallmark on it and so much more. Philo.tv slash DTH. We got some six shooters and That's some exactly right. sort of weird horn. There. Yeah, we still haven't made it through yeah, all yeah. of Brian's sound effects yeah, from last year. Yeah, yeah. Somehow we over we went completely. You know, we didn't do, use any of them. Yeah, during the holiday season, well, we used some, but we not as much later. as we should have. Guys, let's talk about this episode of television. Uh, Jax, let's start with you. Hot take. What do you think? We're back in Hope Valley. Mm -hmm. Two episodes back, to go baby. in season eight. Things are popping. Birds yes. are being set free. What do you think about Birds this episode? Birds are being set free in this penultimate. Yes. yes. Liz, yeah, penul I, penultimate done. episode. Okay. So I never had the benefit, as you guys know, of watching this episode without knowing who she picks, even oh, when I originally boy. watched it, yeah. right? But if I can imagine and cast my mind's eye back to what I it would have been like. you and I are going like. to agree here. Yep. <laughs> I 100% now and thinking she's picking Nathan. Yes. All signs point to Nathan. We've All got signs. him bringing her Florence's bouquet. We know that it's because Florence wanted to give it to her. Uh -huh. I also yeah. say to that, 
Wait Why? a minute. Yeah, that's a wait what of epic yeah. proportions. Hey, Nathan, can you go and give this to Elizabeth? Who's at, not my best friend, by not, the no. way. Uh-uh. And, you know, Molly is thirsty as all get out that's for right. Billy Avery, that's but right. we're not going to give it yeah. to her. That's the wait sure. what. Huge wait what. Huge wait what. So he delivers the flowers. They had this moment with the surge, which actually I thought was um, quite interesting and beautiful and emotionally charged. I have a Sensual. feeling some people... I would go as far as yes. to say it was sensual. Yes. Um, they have that moment. And then at the end, Lucas does the honorable thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's honorable. Sure. Makes him look great as a character. You know, I shall set you free to find your heart's desire. So you like that. that. Do I think it's honorable or what? Um, do I like it? I feel like. The way let, me, they, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You're in a similar boat, okay? In my real life? In are you your, talking about Ted? Or are you yeah. About- uh, let's say, hypothetically, Ted. yes, you do like your fiance. Mm-hmm. But Ted's kind of like winning you over a little bit. Ted's winning you over a little bit. Would you Not like... Not the Halloween no, escapade. No, 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 no. But yeah, hypothetically yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking, would you like... Uh, your fiance saying, I'm going to set you free to figure it out? Or would you want him to be like, hey, like, what gives? Like, would you want him to do a little bit more like, Fight hey, you, like, or, what What about yeah. everything that we had? Like, what What? What? Yeah. What tickles your fancy more? I, what tickles my fancy? I think the thing where Lucas and Elizabeth are at in their relationship, which was like, I felt like we were saying committed, but it's not like they're married. Correct. They were yeah. They were committed to courting. That's right. I feel like he has made it so clear his intentions, he's been there for her, he's seeing the writing on the wall. I actually think he makes a really responsible decision in this moment. He's the one character that's been above board throughout the whole process. Mm-hmm. The one. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Aside from and the money and the fish. but I'm me. talking about the process of this whole thing. Right. Yeah, this whole yes. um I think experience. the fish money may have been above board. Below fish, above board. Okay. <laughs> Below fish, above board. Yeah. But I do think that it's clearly setting it up for the audience to be okay and know that Lucas is going to be brokenhearted, but he has agency in this. And to set us up to root 100% for Nathan and Elizabeth. So this episode, I think it's actually a really interesting and romantic one and i enjoyed it but it's hard for me to enjoy it in the same way because i always knew what endgame was it's too little too late for me too yes. little too late okay. yes right, we should we should have done this earlier in the season yes it's too little too late Preach. at this point it's just uh wrong to, to everybody involved That's right. i think for me like i w- like i get that lucas's whole thing is that he's patient but like at some point you have like I I would have liked him to say to at least give some sort of like argument or say something for himself instead of just being like oh, whatever all all hands off I don't know maybe that's just type type of fellow that I am like just say something instead of being like I I'm, I'm pulling out of the race type of thing I don't know it just seemed like they had done this whole thing all season and now that he just has seen them hold hands she's he's just gonna be like what whatever everything we've had whatever just fig- figure it out for yourself like I get that this whole thing is that he's patient but at some point patience is just like eh, but at it's least passivity as passivity that's exactly right that's exactly right that's a great point and so 
You don't think so? You don't think I mean, he's being I think, passive? I think, no, I actually don't. Okay. I actually don't think he's been, I think he's been patient, which I, is I'm a virtue. I'm saying this, I don't think he's choose right now. I think he should at least be more forthright with, hey, you know that like I still have feelings. I, I would have, yeah, listen, if he wants to say, uh, I want to give you the space to do this, what I wish he would have also said, but I do want you to know that everything that we've done this season of television means a lot to me. <laughs> Maybe he could say, oh, I don't know. I love you too. The whole yeah, thing yeah. is that Nathan said, I love you multiple don't times. You? Okay, this is what kind of like burns my britches. Is that a phrase? Burns <laughs> it is my, now. Burns gears. Gets my gertie, grinds my gears. Thank you. Burns her bridges. What's burning goodness. your bridges? Burn, I don't even. You, la, la, you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Wow, callback. Oh, thank you, callback. 2022. Oh my God, I remember, I remember that. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's wild. Pop my memory sometimes. Steel trap. <laughs> but I think that, um, I think that I love you. Sometimes people use it as sort of a manipulative yes. tactic. And okay. I think that. That's fair. Uh, don't Which say Nathan definitely ready. is. For sure. Nathan's Declaring abs- love for someone. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that sentiment. I'm just saying that. You know, Lucas has very strong feelings for Elizabeth. I'm not saying he should go and try to control her or try to declare love. I'm saying he should say, hey, I see you're spending all this time with Nathan. Like, I want to be clear about my intentions. Yeah. Instead of just going, I got to set you free. Yeah, but you're right. Because Elizabeth is a kind of woman that needs to be told every day by multiple suitors how amazing she is. So actually, Dan, I don't disagree with you. The metaphor of him setting her free is such a bad one. Yeah. Like, she was somehow caged before this? Actually, like, that's a good point. I, I hate the metaphor. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't, agree. I, I actually, didn't like the whole thing because it just, it felt like, it felt like to me that he was thrown in the towel. Like, he's like, I can't compete I mean, this, this is the same dude that left for six months when he saw her hug Nathan. I, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess maybe it is true to what he's done I in the past. Think, Any, uh, anytime he feels... When it comes to fight or flight, his response to like flight. that kind of stuff is flight. But I, I, like I, I don't want to step on your hot take. I just think that this moment between Nathan and Elizabeth, what if it happened in episode three? What if we kind of mix yeah. the moments of getting stuck in the rain and a picnic with moments of heating up the Mountie jacket by the fire? What if we mix up the moments of in the in the back room at the saloon with you know a moment of declaring love uh, for her in the woods? What if we kind of mix those up and really make Elizabeth confused about what her heart wants? That's hear me out. It's called television. <laughs> That's what you do. But instead, they front load us with a relationship and they back load us with manipulation. And it's not fair to anyone. And it's bad TV. It's like they're right. It's like every episode they're writing it, forgetting what they've already done. And it, it is so frustrating. It is too little too late. And it's just bad. But Team Nathan, after this episode, you had to finish this Sunday evening going next yep. Sunday night. We did it. We did it, gang. We did it. I was Get right the t-shirts to out, baby. We, we sent the tweets. We wrote the letters. It's, we wrote the songs. Yeah, it's, it's all but I don't know over. if they wrote songs. I don't know next if they wrote songs. Next week, she's choosing Nathan. We fought the good fight. We put him through the ringer, and it's all been worth it. You had to feel that way because that's how this episode was written, and that's embarrassing for all involved. And I feel bad for Team Nathan. I don't think Nathan's been nearly as upstanding a citizen as Lucas, but I feel for people that are on board with him and love that character, I feel bad for him because they they really did uh, hornswoggle him here. Horn, it's a classic oh hornswoggle. Oh, my 
Thank you. It's a classic Hornswoggle. That's going to be a new one for me. Hornswoggle. I know that gave you feels, Jax, but let's talk about uh, any other feels maybe you had watching this episode. Anything? Um, I, I did. I mean, I actually thought, um, I talked about it, you know, in the hot take, but it was a powerful moment when she had the surge. It's not as powerful for me as when Bill Avery was wearing it, but it did give me feels. I, I, can I just be honest with you? Like while we're still doing this, like, Oh my gosh, I love how passionate you guys are. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, I mean that genuinely. So two, well, two episodes, three episodes ago. I don't know. It was last year, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, months ago for hard to remember, but but she just found out that the the red coat in town is responsible, not responsible for the death of her and husband. He didn't tell her for two. Didn't years tell her for two years because he thought it was his responsibility to look after her and a child. Kick rocks, bro. I think my my thing here is is like I don't have a problem with Elizabeth saying I don't blame you, like. Good, good for you. I do, but that's just me. But she doesn't blame him. But it is another level for someone for the first time since her husband died to walk in with a red coat on and for her to say, you want me to warm it up for you? That yes. is insane. Insane. It's the first time since Jack died that, that someone with a red coat has been in her house. Correct. And she immediately starts warming up by the fire. That yeah. is insane. May I may I defend myself in saying that I just think I have a really screwed up idea of what romance is? No, I thought it, it was... <laughs> I don't hear what I'm not saying. In it was... Defense, she's wrong. I messed up. Listen, no. I grew up in a patriarchy with divorced parents. Have I said that? Listen, listen, listen. Do I get was it? it was I it a... The patriarchy is <laughs> as, a, as a, a watcher of the television show. Am I upset when yeah. he takes off his jacket and he's got his suspenders and his Henley unbuttoned and she's holding that is steamy, steamy fun time. But on the other hand, that's it is. I just, yeah, that I can't imagine a world where for the first, like, I know that she has seen him, obviously, she knows what he does for a living, but this is the first time that someone with a red coat has been in her house since Jack died. That, I don't think your initial yeah. reaction would be immediately, like, I think There'd be that, a lot of memories, a lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, and, and not just that, but, like, she literally just got done dealing with the fact that he's the one that was supposed to be there. Like, it's just too, it's too, it's too little too late. And it's also too, too much yeah. too soon. I, too little too late, both, too much too soon at the same time. That's somehow it's both of those things. I don't know. I just, I, I was, I got conflicted feelings during that because yeah, it is steamy, steamy fun times. And I'm happy that she's finally getting a steamy time with Nathan. Like if that's the thing they're going for here. You're but right like, though, Brent. I think it's also indicative of the fact that John Tinker and Tinker's gonna tank. Tinker's I think he does. Tank. I think Tinker he does Donovan, do a good job with Tinker, Tinker Donovan, Tinker Tape, Soldier Braid, whatever that is. Tinker Tape Braid. But it really shows that the people who were spearheading this didn't really know the history of the show and what people felt and thought and what everything that led up to it. Because if you had been there for all that, you probably wouldn't feel that way. Which is probably yeah, yeah. It is. Are, was that your feelings? I, I, I'm done. Yes. Okay. My feelings are one of regret. And here's why. <laughs> it's because, one, I've had to watch all these episodes. But two, we've recorded these episodes in 2022 and 23. Whereas if we had recorded these when they came out live, we'd be making so much money right now. Because I think <laughs> we could tag everything and people would listen to it. Because right. it's been great. 
It's been great, but now nobody cares, and we're going to catch up to the show live when nothing matters. Season 10, nothing is at stake, nothing's matter, and our live episodes aren't going to mean anything. And that makes me regretful. Maybe they're going to have the best ratings ever, though. And Ted's going to keep flying me in, right, Ted's you guys? Keep flying in. Yeah, of course we're going to keep flying you in. However, 10. there's nothing at stake in 10, right? I've not seen 9. You have. There's nothing. Yep, that's all You've I need. You've seen I'm nine? So, oh, my God. My, oh, my goodness. My face just Face gave it right away. Me and two. Do we have a close-up? There do we they, go. Okay. Do, they get, do they get married at the end of nine? Or are we still working towards that? We're, um, I don't, I, um, what do you want me to say? They're not they got, married yet. They're not married? They're not married yet. I knew that. Yeah, but, well. Mm. I, I'm just interested. I, I think what I'm interested, and I, this is probably a conversation for next week. Because next week's the finale. I'll I'll save it for next. Save week. it. Save it. I'll save it for next week. Because yeah. I haven't seen it. I honestly haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So no, I haven't watched. I haven't watched it. Right. Honestly. Um, Let's it's go time for hopes segment. and valleys. No, no. We we are we were in feels. We have another break. What I'm the? just I'm, I'm just hungry. Yeah. Wait, what? We'll be right back here in Dago. We've been eating since 2022. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. We haven't we eaten haven't since 2022. We're back, everybody. Uh, we're doing great, and we're here at the Wait What part of the show. Uh, Jackson, any Wait What's for you? I had two, but I hope I'm not stealing them from you guys because we, we watched this together. Uh, Robert Babysitting Jack. That's, that's the, of the century. What? That's all caps on my um, He can't do anything right, and no. watching a child yeah. is a really important job. In fact, I would argue the most important job yeah. in the world. I know, and we don't want a second Jack to mm. die. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Actually, no, too not soon, soon enough. Well, you know what? We do get a new little Jack in season nine. So, and mm. he's actually those twins are doing very well. They're thriving. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then the other one, which I think was one of yours, Brand, when we were watching, was when maybe it was you, Dan. Collectively, the whole room was like, "What the heck?" When it was, don't worry, Jesse's smart. He can survive in the woods, and Jesse's we know smart. that's not true. This is not smart. This is like a bizarre world episode of television. Let yeah. Robert babysit the child. Jesse's smart. Like, what do we? No, none of that's accurate. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like we missed something that like cut because um, uh, Clara goes in to talk to Weeble Wobble. Yeah. And she's like, you. And he's like, let me explain. Cuts away. Next thing we know, he's getting released. And we're told he gave all the money back. Yeah. Like I what? Think we were talking during a, an important scene, maybe. I, did we? That I, tracks. There was that a scene seems. with Bill and that dude Weeble Wobble, and they talked. Yes, that. But that's when Bill Bill tells him he gave all the money. That's why he's getting released. He's getting released because he gave all the money. I don't think there's a conversation. Like we don't see him explaining. At some point, the explanation turned to him giving all of the money back, which is interesting. But it also brings up more. So now we're getting a little bit more of a picture of what the investment was, kind of. So this guy's is going to be building a big factory, and is going to be bringing in a bunch of people, hundred plus kids potentially. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is like, we're going to build this town. So like, I, I feel like if we had known like, hey, there's a guy in here who wants to invest in our city. Like if, if Jesse would have just had that conversation, I feel like that's a pretty good, like, let's in, like, I'm going to invest in us. Like, I think it's a good invest. Like the investment sounds less dumb now that I know some of the details, right? 
No? I mean, he should have I mean, he should have talked wife. to his wife. Yes. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if oh, he had right. just had yeah. the conversation, like, hey, there's a guy who's going to be building a factory. Tons of jobs are going to be happening here. I get in on the ground floor. Like, okay, pretty good investment. Be something they do because together. everything that's ever happened in Hope Valley is succeeded so aside from the mines for the mines well, r.i.p the mines uh damn me pa um yeah Aww. most of my big ones I, I think we've covered i there is a scene where she elizabeth realizes she needs to talk to the public school guy but it turned because it turns out he can shut the school down and she goes to talk to him and he's like i got my i want to get my walk in before it rains there is not a cloud anywhere near the sky i mean it is as bright blue a uh, pacific northwest sky as you can have and he is just intent that it's going to rain and then lastly once again elizabeth wanting to try to differentiate in the classroom teach someone with visual impairment thinks she has room for a dozen more students and do all this instead of let the mean public school come in and take over is just why we have problems today with education and i won't say any more than that that's all i got fair uh let's talk about hopes and valleys uh jacks anything give any hope for the future or maybe bumming you out Without saying uh, I'm, anything. I'm, 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 I'm bummed because, uh, yeah, I know where it's going. And I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just a little bummed. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm just bummed with the way it ended. Yeah. I think I'm as, <laughs> as discouraged yeah. watching the show as I've ever been, which is to their credit, a feeling. So we've done something yes. like this episode, this season has run for, the game as, for as frustrating as it's been. It's been the most action-packed. Things are happening. For, for sure. At least things are eliciting emotions within me, which Tinker hasn't happened. To do, then he's Tinker tinked and tinker tonned uh, <laughs> me to frustration. Uh, so that's kind of, I'm frustrated, but also like I'm happy that at least I'm frustrated. So it's- I like that. You're feeling you. something. I'm feeling um, something. Yeah, my feels are just, my valley is just kind of like, I, this show has no- ability to stand up and say anything now it just is all ruined and so that's unfortunate but wait till next episode i think it's all gonna i think yeah it's all gonna clear it's all gonna rise turn around it's gonna be as clear it's gonna be great it's gonna be as clear as the sky in hope valley on a rainy day right uh david we got a what's called my heart email email is thank god hallmark.com what's calling my heart this is well the good news is we've had like a couple months for these to come in so we should be good we should be good now yeah yeah so many um Meredith sent this, and I'm glad I read the first line because I don't ever read ahead. Meredith, and her name trailed off, so I wouldn't see the end of it. Or Meredith, and her name starts with an L. She says, Dear Brand, Jax, and Dan, first of all, I'd like Brand to try and pronounce my last name without anyone helping him. Okay, okay. Here's the spelling. Oh. This is fun. Oh, wait, can I write it you down? Can while write you write it say down. It. Sure, absolutely. Okay. We have time for this. Go ahead. L E W A. N O W I C Z. I C Z? I think I know it. I'm going to be so happy if I know it. Okay. L E W A N O W I C Z. Reed, can you use it in a sentence? I can't. Then I said, hey, look at that Luana Weezy's over there. What's the language of origin, Rick? American. What you don't know about Rig is he actually he used run, to be a, spelling, be a bee spelling bee guy. guy. He would like give, yeah. That's true. Yeah. And he's he not anymore. Rig. Yeah, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this is not, this is not my, this is not my pronunciation. I'm just trying to get the sound this out. You're just working through it, Brand. Lewan. A wick. 
Luana, Luana Wick, Luana, Luana, Luana Wick, Luana. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna go with Luana Wick. Can I, I'm gonna take a guess too. Okay, uh, Levanovich. Oh, I'm gonna take a guess that because of the Levana, language of origin being something which is American, European. No, that I believe that that W is gonna be a V, and it's Levanovich. And I, Levanovich. And she says it. Uh, line, I'm dying, Jax. If there's more to this email where she gives it away, I've not seen it yet. Okay, lying or dying. Le Okay, Levan. My guess is Levanovich. I hope I'm Levanovich. Le I'm going with Le uh, Luanawick. Luanawick. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about being closer than that, <laughs> just because I know the CZ is itch, yes. right? Like it's got to be. Yeah. What's calling my heart is making people laugh. When people first meet me, they tend to think I'm shy because I'm usually on the quieter side when I meet new people. However, once I get into some good group banter, yeah. my quippy humor comes through, and she is really funny on the Facebook group. She really is. Accurate. Uh, and it surprises people. For example, at my previous job, I was really quiet and kept my head down as I tried to learn all my new tasks. But about week three, I was heading out to get the mail when my manager asked me, where are you going, Meredith? With no hesitation, my quiet, seemingly unassuming self replied, I'm taking a smoke break. That got a laugh, and it was the beginning of my workplace comedy career. <laughs> so workplace great. comedy career, yeah. I like anyway, that. Anyway, I've always liked being funny, getting a laugh out of people, and bringing fun and joy into the room. I once told my best friend to call me the fun monger. Of, out of all the things that one can monger, fish, war, quality cheeses... <laughs> I am the monger of fun. For this reason, the Double Deckers Facebook group has been one of the best places to be. Her, her comments are great. It's amazing and fun to make inside jokes and interact with other hilarious people, making them laugh and laughing at their jokes too. If anyone out there is hesitant to join Bramble Jam Plus and be a double decker, hesitate no more. This group is full of people who are not only hilarious, but are genuinely caring and kind. It's amazing and, again, hilarious. Oh, we've got more. However, <laughs> there's one area in my comedic career, if you can call it that, where I have yet to succeed. Oh, oh no. Dan, I'm looking at you. Uh oh. Every time I make a funny post or comment in the Double Deckers group, I hope in the depths of my soul oh. to get a laugh emoji reaction from Dan. You're getting a real life laugh emoji from Dan. I Meredith. sit in my spinny chair, type up a whimsical and clever post, click share, and then wait with bated breath. The laugh emojis roll in. I can always count on Holly Goodfellow, Jessica Trinidad, and Shannon Dubose. They are supportive, hilarious, and not stingy with the laugh emojis. <laughs> I get up, pace around the house, refill my coffee, stare out the win window as wistfully as I can. I'm nervous. About I you. check Facebook again. No notification from Dan yet. Calm down, Meredith, I say. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't seen the post yet. My confidence wavers. I recite some affirmations of my <laughs> self worth a few times. You is smart, you is kind, you is important. I might sing a rendition of Soft Kitty to calm myself. I check Facebook again. My palms are sweaty. Sore my eyeballs. Gasp. That promising red notification marker glimmers in the upper right corner of my Facebook page. Dan reacted to your post. Is this it? I ask myself. Is this the day I finally call myself a real comedian? Will my grandma finally be proud of me? Is this the day I make Dan laugh? <laughs> Done it today. Then the weight of disappointment, or maybe just a great sense of underwhelm, desolation, and futility settle over me like a moist weighted blanket. Ugh. Dan has merely liked my post. Yep. Oh. That's what he does. Can I be honest? That's what he does. That's I'm, all you, it's just hard for you to post he doesn't do it. He doesn't do I it. I have maybe used the laugh emoji twice in my life, and it has been something that I've cried laughing at, and I've thought has He doesn't do it, it, guys. I am very stingy with the laugh emoji. She's not wrong. 
I, I is, know this about this you as well. This is quite a read from, from her. Like, I can't, like, I thought nobody knew that oh, I just liked I stuff. know. I knew. It's happened to me before. I'm Dana's like, really like my house. I stare melancholy, melancholy at the wall, eyes glazed over, and close my laptop. I'm glum. A solid three minutes of my labor to make this post, and all I get is that woeful blue thumbs up. So now what's calling my heart is the thrill of the chase after a legitimate <laughs> laughing emoji reaction from Dan. Now, don't give me a, a handout, Dan. This is my declaration to you. Fair. Fair, Meredith. I am strong, independent comedian, and I will earn that laugh emoji reaction from you. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but mark my words, it will happen sometime before the second coming of the Lord. All best and God bless. Meredith. God bless. I got it right. Levanovich. Oh. It says it right here. Le look, it says Levanovich. Le I got it right. Levanovich. You were really close, though, Brian. You were really close. Fantastic. Hasn't it ever occurred to anybody that maybe she's wrong? <laughs> Actually, it does say P.S. Just kidding. It's Luanawick. Thank you, Luanawick. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Fantastic, Meredith. everybody. So Man, much fun. We're going to be back next week with the season finale of When Calls the Heart Season 8. Uh, we'll see if anything happens. I don't know. Until then, maybe we're the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Homework is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.